I'm Stephen Fennick, an IT journalist with over 30 years' experience and a tech commentator on TV and radio. Welcome to another podcast, Talking Tech with Veeam. Today, I'm talking with Anthony Spiteri, Veeam Software Senior Global Technologist, and with ADS Storage Specialist Andrew Bell about some of the user benefits that have driven Veeam's strong growth across AWS over the past 12 months. For example, how protecting Amazon workloads with Veeam ensures availability for any application and any data. Anthony has a systems engineering and architectural background. He's previously held architectural lead roles at some of Australia's leading cloud providers and has been a network and systems engineer, manager, hosting and cloud lead architect. Andrew is a cloud enthusiast, passionate evangelist and expert collaborator with more than a decade of solution sales and implementation experience. And he's also a whiteboard artist. I'll leave that to your interpretation. He's got to settle for being a whiteboard audio artist today. Let's crack into it, gentlemen. Andrew, can you give me some indication of Veeam's growth on AWS over the past 12 months? Yeah, Stephen, thanks for having me. Um, Veeam's demonstrated really rapid innovation with AWS, um, multiple product launches uh, in the last 12 months that's enhanced their integration with AWS services. And um, this has led to Veeam becoming one of the fastest growing storage partners in APJ. And what's driving that growth? Is it in line with the overall growth of AWS or are there some particular challenges for users that Veeam on AWS addresses? Yeah, great question. Uh, with the like often distributed and dynamic nature of today's IT landscape, customers are looking for ways to, to simplify management and kind of remain agile. Um, Veeam's releases over the last 12 months have allowed customers to, to do that and, and simplify their data protection, recovery, uh, and data management uh, mechanisms, whether that's in the data center or uh, in AWS. So we're seeing customers leverage Veeam and AWS to provide a robust, you know, cost-effective off-site backup storage um, for data center workloads with Amazon S3 and Glacier. Uh, and we're seeing those same customers, you know, really extend beyond backup and recovery, um, improving, you know, disaster recovery outcomes uh, and leveraging services like EC2. So the, the growth we're seeing from Veeam would, would be considered above industry average and, and that's driven out of uh, a number of different uh, use cases and challenges that customers are facing. And what about our region? Any, any particular trends or challenges that stand out from what's happening in the, in the rest of the world? We live in a, in a really large and diverse region, so there, there's a number of different trends probably relevant to, to each country. I guess at a, at, a, at a high level, I think customers are having you know, challenges with data sovereignty or, or security um, if the data is to be stored outside the, their country. Um, so Veeam's integration with Amazon Outposts, which is a, a service that allows customers to, to run AWS infrastructure on-prem. That's an example of a solution we're seeing demand for. Uh, and availability, uh, another primary concern where we've got a number of different uh, countries and, and regions prone to, to natural disasters. So Veeam supporting all of the AWS regions in APJ, um, you know, giving customers the, the flexibility to pick and choose where to store and recover or even migrate data to in, in case of disaster is, a, uh, is another uh, trend or challenge that, that customers are, are facing. Now, AWS has a number of storage services. How do these work and integrate with Veeam? 
Yeah, Veeam supports uh, our key object storage services, things like Amazon uh, S3, Glacier, and Deep Archive, which allows customers to select the best storage class to, to meet their, their objective. As an example, um, if a data set requires frequent access uh, or recovery, Veeam are able to retain that data, you know, deduplicate it in, a, uh, in an efficient manner uh, in Amazon S3. Uh, if a customer is looking to uh, for long-term retention, uh, for compliance requirements, uh, where the data may not necessarily be needed or accessed or, or required uh, in a short period of time, uh, Veeam are able to tier that data down to you know, Amazon Glacier or, or uh, Deep Archive where it can be stored more cost-effectively for those long-term use cases. Anthony, let's bring you in. What has Veeam done over the past 12 months to enhance in integrations with AWS services and the backing up of customer workloads on AWS. Yeah, thanks, Stephen. And you know, Andrew's laid out a good baseline for you know why we've been so successful uh, with AWS uh, in, the, in a partnership perspective um, over the past twelve months. But if you look at what we've done, we've really accelerated our our opportunity to offer backup services within the AWS marketplace, leveraging our Veeam backup for AWS product. So we only released that version one about 15 to 16 months ago, and it's already up to version three. Um, and what's really important there is that with the importance of the new of the new version, we've really taken it from what was just backing up EC2 instances to now offering services to back up RDS, VPS, and EBS volumes as well. So really extending the usefulness of that. And I guess the other thing that's really happened there is customers have understood that Veeam offers a lot of value that we offer on top of what AWS offer from their backup products themselves. Um, and in terms of our major flagship product, Veeam Backup and Replication, we've obviously continued to work on the object storage enhancements that we started um, a couple of years ago. And like Andrew said, just leveraging all the great technologies that AWS have. And what about V11? What new features does that offer for cloud backup and for AWS in particular? Yeah, so V11 that was released in February, uh, doing very strong out there. We have had a really good response to it. It's been downloaded a, a number of times, uh, up to 80% of our customer base have already uploaded to it. Um, the big thing that it offered, it enhanced and extended our scale-up backup repository, which over the, first couple, the last couple of versions, we'd already been working on integration with Amazon S3, um, immutability features within S3, and that was in a capacity tier, right? So we've got two levels of tiering that we had prior to V11. So we had the local performance tier, um, which is that landing zone. And then we had the capacity tier where people shifted data to basically you know, uh, recognize the cost benefits that Amazon S3 offers. But what we've done in V11 was taken that a step further. We've introduced the archive tier, which leverages Glacier and Deep Archive. So it's now that third level, which effectively allows our customers to take data and shift it offsite cheaply, almost forever without needing it. So that's a really big um, thing that we released in V11. Um, but also we offered extensibility using our platform services to allow um, customers who consume backup for AWS to have it uh, visible in the Veeam backup and replication console. So that's another thing, you know, so obviously, you know, people would deploy it from the marketplace and it's got its own UI, but what our customers wanted was the ability to be able to manage it from the Veeam backup and replication console. And that's another part of the V11 release that we enhanced. Now, there are a number of customers running hybrid cloud environments. How does Veeam with AWS support them? 
Yeah, I think it's important to understand that hybridity is the way of the future. So what we've come to understand in the past 12 to 18 months um, is that customers are looking to have workloads, you know, mobile, but also they want to have freedom of choice. Um, it's not all about the public cloud in terms of where it sits. I mean, now people are looking at on-premises, we're looking at partner hosted, and then looking to leverage um, the benefits of public cloud, like in AWS, obviously all the services, all, all serviceless, all the platform um, services that are on there, that's something that can be totally taken advantage of in a hybrid situation. And I think from the point of view of Veeam, what we offer in our portable backup format is that when a customer backs up anything to a Veeam um, repository, it then becomes mobile. And I think it's really important to give that customer flexibility of choice. And then finally, in a hybrid sense, it's about not putting all your eggs in one basket, I think as well. So, you know, for workloads that might be running uh, as an EC2 instance, if it's an RDS, with using Veeam backup for AWS, when it comes into our format, it then intrinsically becomes portable. So I think that's a good peace of mind as well. One of the main pain points for cloud users looking to reliably develop a data backup and recovery strategy? And how does Veeam with AWS address these? Yeah, pain points, I think it's all about growth of data. Uh, we're all experiencing a growth of, you know, the amount of data that we're required to back up. Now, that's just due to, you know, data naturally becoming larger, the amount that we're producing, but also regulation as well from a backup perspective. You, we've got to store more data. So the challenges relate back to the stuff that we've done over the past couple of years with object storage in leveraging, ob, you know, the public cloud, leveraging services like Amazon S3 and then Glacier and V11. That's all about reducing cost and complexity, allowing customers to do these services and design their infrastructure with cost in mind, long-term as well. I think that's that's a big part of that. And in terms of being backup for AWS, I think the pain points that it really looks to solve there is really just, again, the ability to back things up um, in a more friendly, user-friendly way. Not to say that um, you know, what AWS offers isn't user-friendly, but I think the value add that something like Veeam Backup for AWS does offer is that ability to get a real visual about what you're backing up through a policy, allows you to do snapshotting and longer-term backups. And then, like I said, being able to take that off-premises and back them up for a longer-term off-site as well. Now, the surge in remote working over the past 12 months has really driven the use of cloud. What challenges and issues has that created for backup and recovery? And how does Veeam and AWS address these? Yeah, distributed workforces create pressure on IT because data is being created in different different places, right? It's endpoints now. We're all working from home to a certain extent. Um, it's obviously getting a little bit better now. Uh, but the reality is that for the last 15 months, we've had workers remote who are creating data on their laptops. Now, to that end, they should be working remotely on, say, a SaaS-based service or a workload that is hosted on an EC2 instance, leveraging RDS or, or any other service, right? But the control of that data, the awareness of where that is and how to back it up, that's the biggest pain point, I think. And again, we offer services to be able to have a holistic view of where that data sits, bring it to a central location, and then again, make that data portable, but also be able to store that data longer term as well through you know the scale-up backup repository, the tiering that I've talked about before. Andrew, I'll ask you, what else do you see as being the major issues and challenges or trends that are facing customers today? 
Yeah, for, from a you know data protection um, sort of uh, view of the world, um, and and really focusing on the availability of of applications, I think ransomware is still one that's that's top of mind. Um, you know, bad actors are getting far more targeted in their approach um, to to disrupt uh, organizations. Uh, and whilst uh, customers' priority is often on how to keep that threat out of their environment, it's equally important to have a, a recovery plan in place for when something ultimately does go wrong. Uh, the other is when it comes to large-scale migrations. You know, customers are looking to move and create new workloads in AWS, and it's often uh, a challenge to understand the best path for migration. You know, do we do a lift and shift migration? Are we going to comp to re-architect our environment uh, to to embrace cloud-native services? Uh, and then, as we do that, and and ultimately change the way that uh, you know the customer's IT uh, infrastructure looks and and is created, is then how do you actually go and protect those workloads? Um, this is an often a, a new world uh, and a new challenge that customers face where they, they do need to reconsider some of those uh, decisions that they'd made, you know, 5, 10 or even 20 years ago. Okay, so can you elaborate a little more on how exactly cloud computing can help them address these challenges? Yeah, uh, AWS has been uh, architected to, to be the most flexible and, and secure um, cloud computing environment available. You know, our, our core infrastructure is built to, to satisfy the, the security requirements for military, global banks, uh, and other you know, really high sensitivity organizations. Um, that same infrastructure, whether it's the hardware or software that we use to build and operate those regions is available to all of our customers. Um, we've got a shared responsibility model with the customer. So while we manage and control, you know, the components, um, you know, from the operating systems and virtualization layer down to the physical security of, of those environments, um, AWS customers are responsible for building um, secure applications and, and responsible for their data. Um, so we provide a wide variety of, of best practices, you know, tools like encryption um, and other guidance that our customers can leverage um, in delivering, um, you know, application level security measures. But this is where our collaboration with Veeam is really important as it provides that robust, you know, data protection, disaster recovery capability um, across workloads, whether they exist in AWS or in the data center that allow customers to be you know, safe and agile uh, in, in a world that's very, very dynamic. Uh, it's also uh, our, our collaboration with Veeam is also capable of providing things like cross-platform recovery uh, and migration um, from workloads in the data center um, all the way through to, uh, to AWS. One of the big problems facing IT staff responsible for backup and recovery is the massive growth in unstructured data. Anthony, how does Veeam with the AWS help them with this challenge? Yeah, un unstructured data is just a challenge overall in terms of how you back it up, the tooling that you use. Um, and to a certain extent, the question probably could be, uh, do you need to back it up? Um, I think that's because naturally unstructured data lives on, um, you know, uh, platforms that are intrinsically available. So that's the challenge that we find is how do you create an application to back up that data? Now, I'll put it out there and say that we haven't nailed this just yet, but it's something that we're trying to work, you know, with guys like AWS to work out how we actually do 
back up their data lake services and and maybe andrew i think i think throw it back to you like in terms of what you see out there how many companies do you see actually leveraging that that unstructured data and you know what's the sort of growth phase of that yeah, uh, I mean it's in it's increasingly popular. It's a uh, uh, it's an area of rapid innovation for us, and and I think as those those data lakes and and services get larger, you know, providing a consistent protection mechanism is really important. It, it's it's funny. Often you'll you'll talk to customers uh, about this data set, and it's you know it's not considered production, and it's uh, you know maybe doesn't need to have the the instant recoverability of of some critical. Uh, applications, but when you dive into it, that data has significant value. Um, and okay, uh, you know, sometimes customers will will think that maybe data protection is not important for it. But uh, as customers transform and really start to leverage the the data behind those data lakes, uh, that data has significant value, and 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 recovery processes need to be in place to ensure its availability into the future. Anthony, we'll come back to you. Last October, Veeam acquired Carsten, saying it would accelerate cloud data management with Kubernetes native backup and disaster recovery. Can you tell me what that means for users of Veeam on AWS? Yeah, so so Carsten was a great, brilliant acquisition for us. Um, They were a leader in the backup um, and DR of Kubernetes, um, leading in the cloud native foundation as well. So not just from a technology point of view, but it was really a, a people acquisition as well. Um, and it sets our path forward in terms of where Veeam wants to be, you know, for what's coming with, with app modernization, the modern data platforms, and obviously Kubernetes is central to that. So, you know, from an AWS perspective with EKS, um, it gives the people the ability to back up um, applications and workloads that are running within those Kubernetes workloads. Now, the key thing about Kubernetes um, and Kasten and what the K10 platform does, K10 is the application that is the backup server, is that, it, again, like Veeam's backup and replication, it offers mobility and it obviously offers DR as well. So from the point of view of making that Kubernetes application and that pod portable and then offer some sort of DR service to it as well. So I really feel like this, this is going to be a, a massive um, step forward for you know, the protection or the understanding of the protection of Kubernetes and containerization because in the past there was a little bit of a resistance to backing up containers. The question was always why would you do that? Um, and I think Kasten answers that. So it's really significant for us and we're looking forward to see what it's going to drive within AWS and EKS. We'll come back to you, Andrew. What are some of the benefits AWS can offer Veeam customers choosing AWS for backup and or disaster recovery? Yeah, there's a number of different ways to, to look at this. If if you consider um, those customers that are, you know, predominantly in the data center and looking for, um, you know, scalable, cost-effective, durable storage, um, you know, Veeam's really able to uh, to deliver that uh, or those those outcomes with Amazon S3, so that allows customers to unlock themselves from tape. You know, reduce the the management time that it takes to to change tapes every day and every week. Uh, it improves recovery objectives uh, by making data available for immediate use. Um, uh, you know, the flexibility to recover uh, anywhere, not just back into the data center, but able to to recover into AWS in case you know there there is a 
a potential uh, issue uh, with the infrastructure uh, that uh, that's in place in the data center. Um, and then uh, I, I think as customers start to leverage AWS, it gives them comfort knowing that there's been consistent innovation. So, you know, with over 170 services that we have, um, you know, Veeam continues to innovate uh, um, to help customers achieve achieve their cloud objectives. And ultimately, Veeam can uh, can ensure that that data is protected. Here's a question for both of you. I'll, I'll stick with you first, Andrew. What advice can you offer organizations with legacy backup systems that want to make the transition to Veeam with AWS? Yeah, um, I think I'm, I'm just going to take even a step back from that a little bit. Is like, firstly, when you're choosing partners, look for a strong history of innovation. Um, the world is changing. Uh, it's incredibly dynamic. Um, so look for a partner that, that's consistently innovating. Um, it'll give you comfort that they not only cater for the needs of, of today, but but also in, in tomorrow. Um, the second is is more of a, um, a probably a philosophical viewpoint of, you know, how do you actually transition? You know, some customers may have the need to uh, retain data for 7, 10 or 20 years and, and often, um, you know, moving or migrating um, data protection workloads, that can often be a stumbling block. Um, there, there's a number of different uh, solutions, you know, with Veeam or, um, or, or uh, you know, consulting partners that can help ease that transition. So, um, you know, work with us, work with Veeam. Um, we'll ensure that the environment's not only, you know, well-architected and, and, and secure, um, look for our strong ecosystem of, of partners to help streamline uh, that migration uh, and embrace that change. Um, but I think fundamentally the most important is, you know, choose a partner that, that's not gonna just help you today, but into the future. And what's your take, Anthony? Yeah, thanks. Andrew almost said it all. It's almost like, you know, uh, I'll think a little bit. But I think what I would say is that, um, you know, I never like talking in, in that legacy vein. I, I kind of almost like to say that, you know, because at one point, you know, all technologies become legacy, right? That's an interesting way to look at it. But I think the advice that I would give is that for people moving towards more cloud native, modern data platforms, you need to basically have vendors that are, are looking forward. And I think, you know, Veeam's uh, made that very clear that, you know, while we were born in a virtualization world, we're helping our customers transition into the public cloud and onto AWS. And again, if you look at just the iteration of our development on our Veeam backup for AWS product in the last uh, 15 months, three versions, about to release a fourth, by the way, which is going to have even more features and functionality. That's a commitment from us to allow our customers who are transitioning into AWS achieve the goals of backing up any workload anywhere, right? Um, but then there's also that transition about, about storage, about data, the growth of it. How do we enable our customers to take use of the great technology that someone like AWS offers with their storage platforms? And again, that's all about extending our technology, our feature set to make sure that we're allowing our customers to do what they need to do to you know, have a very firm, reliable backup strategy. Gentlemen, we've talked a lot about the current challenges and change that we've seen just in the last year, but let's take a look into the future. What new challenges do you see coming over the horizon, particularly regarding backup and disaster recovery? Let's start with you, Andrew. Uh, expect the unexpected. Um, if, if the last year and a half has, has taught us anything, it's that uh, uh, no matter how well 
you've planned, uh, there's always something that, that's going to throw those plans in, into disarray. So um, obviously you need to remain agile. Um, you know, short-term solutions might, well, band-aids might look uh, attractive, but uh, ultimately, um, you know, really need to focus on, on the long-term. I think um, more immediately, uh, you know, there's, there's constant changes to things like data privacy laws um, that are flowing through, you know, country by country, even state by state in some areas. So um, I think keeping abreast of those, understanding how you're going to handle um, data, whether it's, whether it's, you know, uh, personally identifiable information or data that's that's more related to you know or, or sensitive in nature related to your business i think we need to keep an eye on on where we keep that data how we store that data uh, and ensure that we're we're ready to adopt and um, and abide by any any laws that may change and what are your thoughts anthony yeah, I think, you know, Andrew mentioned ransomware earlier, and certainly in the last 12 months, the, the sophistication of ransomware has dramatically increased. Um, but that's not only that, you know, we focus on ransomware, but also insider malicious attacks, um, accidental deletions. These are all challenges as data becomes more critical and we're creating more of it. It's only going to get worse, right? So having a vendor partnership, you know, like Veeam and AWS, where you can you know, get, the, get the best of both worlds, leveraging both sets of technologies, I think that's critical for that. Um, but also, I think just in terms of DR, um, customers at the moment, I still think we haven't reached an inflection point in terms of customers understanding they need DR. Um, customers and partners know that they need backup. Okay, but DR is different. So I think the challenge it's going to be in the next 12 months is how do customers with more traditional workloads on premises, you know, make use of DR services that maybe are hosted in AWS? How do you get your workloads in there? How is the portability of that data going to allow you to achieve a DR situation? How do you categorize workloads? I think that's starting to become more prominent as I talk to more and more customers. It's more about you know categorizing workloads into you know, category one, two, three. Do we need replication and low RPOs, RTOs? Do we need just a normal backup? Do we send things long-term? I think the understanding of what it is to back up and provide DR is gonna become more critical. Um, and we've got to be there to help educate customers. Um, that's an important step. And that's all we've got time for today. A big thanks to Andrew and Anthony for joining me and to the audience, thanks for listening. If you're keen to check out more tantalising conversations with the team at Veeam & Co, you can head on over to veeam.podbean.com to listen to more exciting episodes. You can also visit Anthony's website, Virtualization is Life, at anthonyspiteri.net. That's Anthony spelt the right way and spiteri, S-P-I-T-E-R-I dot net. Goodbye and have a great day.